full and blazing. Come on, come on. And on Saturday morning, the moon was a light in the sky. And we went to Alabama on yesterday to a funeral of a dear brother beloved, good man. You know, the kind of man who take a sister after he come back from Vietnam and was fighting for real and come back and meet a sister who already got two children in the area and turned them children into his children. I mean, good brother. And I was, I don't know, talking to somebody, talking to myself. And I said, uh, oh, I was talking to my wife. We were sitting in the funeral. And I said to her, Glenn was 72. Not a bad run. Not at all. Thank you, God. But I'm 60. <laughs> which means the time is short. It's become very apparent to me as I contemplate how time is slipping away. How important it is. Come on, come on. To be authentic in my worship. To take every opportunity that I have to worship God. To use my full power, my full personal agency and authority as a human. To make my spirit large. And to reach up to God or to reach into God. And so last night when we were returning from the funeral, we were in some really, really deep conversation. There was old people in the car. Intense conversation. You know the kind of stuff you talk about after you come from a funeral. Mm -hmm. And out in the distance, the moon was a bloody orange color. And then I consulted with my daughter, and she said, yeah, you know we in retrograde, so we got a full moon that's been out for four days. And Mercury is in retrograde, and simultaneously planets are aligning. But they ain't all the way straight yet. <laughs> and I think that that kind of explains what it is that we experience in our lives sometimes. When things ain't all the way Come on. straight yet. We, we're headed in that direction, but we ain't straight Come yet. On. Come on. And so every opportunity that we get to worship God, 
I believe we ought to take it seriously. So let me invite you right now. If you're able, if you got blood rushing through your body, if your heart is beating and you're able to stand, let me invite you to stand. And just, if you don't mind, just lift your hands into a posture of praise. And, and if you got enough breath in your body to be able to form some words, why don't you just say hallelujah? Thank you. God anyway though the storms keep on raging in my life thank you Lord though I sometimes fall short thank you anyhow oh God we bless your name right now because you are worthy to be praised oh thank you Lord come on if you don't mind just put your hands together now and make a little noise go on ahead and rouse up a little spirit in the room and let somebody know that you came here on this day to worship a true and living God who has given you life who has given us new life in this new year oh, I think I holler one time yeah, Lord, thank you for one more day. Oh, one more day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one more day. Young folks don't know what I'm talking about, but some of us who are old enough to know how precious these days are. One more day, yeah. Oh, 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 one more day. Thank you. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bother you with this worship stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> but one more day. Oh, the Lord's been good. I'm sorry, the gospel reading, John chapter 1. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Didn't have to do it, but he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shucks, man. It's good just to be able to open your mouth and make noise. Got up this morning and the sister whose vehicle we were in when we were riding to and from the funeral, she took off of her main job and priority, which is caring for her mother. And this morning we discovered that her mother had gone into cardiac arrest two times while we was at the funeral. Woo. And so it's a lot, man. A lot of confusion. A lot of... Uh, we got needs that we need met. And we need God to do it, but we know God is able. Yeah. Amen. That my friend and my brother is, and everybody here I love. I'm glad to see all of y'all today, man. Man, my neighbor here today, man, my neighbor from across the street. I, 
I said to that sister, I said, sister, you ought to come on to church. And she came on. And I thank, thank God for your presence. And I acknowledge you. You important to us. And thank you for keeping the eye out. It's a beautiful thing. John chapter 1. What I'll do is I'll read that which is in red. I want you to read what you see in green. And when we get to the black, we'll read it together. Is that all right? All right. I'm going to need some glasses to do this one. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life and the light was the light of all people the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it there was a man sent from God whose name was John and let us read together so the last will be first and the first will be last all right, that was interesting right there. I ain't, that, that, that didn't seem right, and, and, so I ain't going to act like that's right, okay? <laughs> that's, that, was, that wasn't cool. Well, you know what? This is what I got. I got a Bible in my hand. If I had known. See that I'm talking about? y'all. I told y'all it's crazy, man. Everything that can go wild goes wild. Flip back a few screens and let me know what I'm supposed to be doing. John 1 and, okay. All right, listen to this. Let's do this right here. And you know y'all was saying John, and I went straight to Matthew, cause yeah, because that's what it is. <laughs> that's where we at. Oh, <laughs> uh, look here. Come pray for us. Yes, sir. Come on. Pray for me. Don't forget, don't forget to pray, pray for, 
for me. Oh Lord, oh Lord, pray for me. Let's say it one more time. Ah, yeah, pray for me. important thing is life and to have life and have the connection and relationship with Christ and I know for a fact that we've all been through things through this week and you know it come on put your hands together because you made it if you're able to put your hands together put your hands together because you made it here another day another Sunday God has blessed you no matter what because we go through things but it's God that carries us through amen Bow your heads, guys, and really tap into God like you know you know how. Because prayer changes things. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now, Father. Oh, God, we come to your throne of grace humbly, Father. Because that's why help lies in the time of need, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you sent your son, Father, for deliverance and grace and mercy, Father. Oh God, we usher into you, your spirit, Father, and this place, and this church, as we're the church, Father, and we know, Lord, without a shot of a doubt, that you're here to be a blessing to us today, right now. And according to your scripture, it's the now faith, Father, that we have that you're going to keep us going and sustain us through the issues and the times of life. And we rely and we trust you, Father, for everything that you've done. And we trust you, Father, that you're there for us. We trust you, Father, and we promise not to lean on our own understanding, Lord. And we cast our cares upon you because you care for us. And we let loose, Father, and we count it all joy, Father, because you have, you are the one, Lord, that touched and blessed and kept us, Father. No matter what we're going through, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you, Father. That we're here, Father, to intercede for anyone else attached to us, Lord. We ask that you put your hands of protection around them, Father. And we ask that you keep them, Father, and deliver them from whatever issues that they have, Father. And if you hear my voice, oh God, just say, Lord, we thank you. Let me hear you say, We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Because without you, Father, we're nothing, Father. 
and we give you all the honor, Father. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Father. And we continue to ask everyone to pray for each other, Lord, to get us through these times of need, Father, hurt, pain, and joy, Father. And all your honor, Father, we give praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And continue to pray. Amen. Amen. you to repeat it after me and uh, I'll give you a brief definition of what we mean when we say it in this space in this context truth truth, truth is the absence of lies falsehood and fakery it is the presence of open and honest communication between the mighty and the holy people of God somebody shout truth Truth. Justice. justice justice is when the people who need the most help get the most help shout justice, justice. Order. order order is acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as being helpful to our flourishing as a community somebody shout order, order. Harmony. harmony harmony is maintaining the agency and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self Come on. while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the group. Different notes blended together to create beautiful sounds. Somebody shout harmony. harmony. Righteousness. righteousness. Right thoughts and right actions. That's righteousness. Shout righteousness. righteousness. Balance. Balance. Living a robust life tempered by wisdom wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. Somebody shall balance. balance. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving, harvest, and reaping in 
your life. Put your hands together if you heard anything to make any sense. Uh, next, the verses are mine. Let us repeat them together as they appear on the screen. One, two, three, let's go. Control of thoughts, control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, faith in your teacher's ability to teach you, faith in myself to assimilate the truth, faith in myself to will the truth, freedom from resentment under persecution, freedom from resentment under wrong, ability to distinguish right from wrong, ability to distinguish real from unreal. Saba is next, the seven principles of Kwanzaa, which we have found to be integral in our development, behavior, and our consciousness in our everyday life. And so what I will do is say the Swahili word. My desire is that you will repeat it after me. We'll say the English word together and read the definition as it appears on the screen. And when we say the Swahili word, I want you to put some power on it like you mean it. Ashe? Umoja. Umoja. Unity. To strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kujichagulia. Self-determination. To define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima. Ujima. Collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. Ujama! Cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Nia! Purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kaumba! Creativity. To do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Imani! Faith. To believe with all our hearts in our creator our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Now come on and put some love on that. Amen. Please be seated. Days are gone. Ooh. I can sing 
just one more day. Yes. Lord, we thank you for saving us. Come on. We thank you for waking us up. For another day, Lord, we thank you for clothing us in our right mind. Lord, we thank you for health and strength and the courage to make it one more day. Lord, we come before you this morning with our prayers and our uh, our thoughts and our petitions, oh God. We're bringing them before you, Lord, and placing them on the altar. God, because you know the cares of our hearts. So God, we're turning it all over to you. And we're lifting them up to you because we know you have already told us that all we have to do is just look to the hills from which cometh our help. Oh God, and we know that all of our help comes from you and you alone in Christ Jesus. 
now, Lord, we just come before you this morning saying thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, oh God, that has brought us this far. Because we know that we couldn't have made it without you. And so that for that, Lord, we say thank you. And now, Lord, we ask that you continue to be with us each and every day, each and every way. Guide us, protect us, hold on to our hands, and remind us that all we have to do is hold on to your unchanging hands. For, Lord, you never change. Your word says that the whole world changes, but you never change, oh God. So let us continue to keep you in our hearts and our minds and our spirits, knowing that you will never leave us or forsake us. And God, we just lift you up and praise your holy name. And all these we say thank you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. faith for praying for us. Reverend Faith is a fellow graduate of the Interdenominational Theological Center. I I laid real eyes on you in probably about what? Ten years? Something like that? It's about seven years? Okay. Uh, Faith one of my, I guess one of my first students, I guess. When I, classmates, okay, I know one of them. One of them. Yeah, a little bit further back, a little bit. So it's been more than seven years, Faith, I think. <laughs> but at any rate, I'm so glad to see you. I feel like, you know, I always see you because I see you on the Facebook and I, and, and Faith follows our ministry on online. And last week, she was like, I'm going to come that way one day. And I said, quit threatening. <laughs> quit threatening me. If you come and come on. And uh, I'm glad that you made it. If y'all don't mind, please put your hands together for our sister. The good sister. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember Faith used to be getting me straight, keeping me in line when I be tripping. Because you know I do it. Um, 
Um, you might be noticing that our that there is no drummer today. Um, our drummer Todd um, lost his father, um, and so um, yeah, man, yeah. And so uh, we are mindful of him and of his of his loss and his struggle on the day. Yep, yeah, man. It's just rough and tough out here, man. Every day, but we're making it somehow, some way. Um, I want to invite you to uh, to share. I got a. I want you to invite you to share. Uh, yeah, I know I need to set my thing up and ask people that Ellen is, man. Shut up. We gonna have church. We have a good time. want you to do you see on the screens in front of you that if you'd like to share via cash app that's dollar sign the beloved community dollar sign t-h-e-b-e-l-o-v-e-d c-o-m-m-u-n-i-t-y why we love you we love you and then uh if you want to do it via the internet or whatever go to the beloved community atl at gmail.com and you can do it on paypal we also accept uh, cash and checks and whatever, whatever. However you want to give, you are welcome to do so. Please stand to your feet. Be guided by the ushers as they will, will direct you in bringing and sharing your gift. But look here, I don't want you to stand and I don't want you to share unless you're blessed. If you ain't blessed, you ain't got to participate. All right? But if you are blessed, then the least you can do is contribute to this ministry. Thank God for you. And oh, let me be say bless. Sixes and poverty, but the devil is defeated. But the devil is defeated. We are blessed. The same blessed.
say blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed when we come. We down every Sickness and poverty. The devil is defeated. Lord God, we thank you for the gifts. Thank you for the givers. Pray that you would take that which has been shared, that you would multiply it, cause it to be more than enough so that we would be able to share. And I ask that in the name of sweet black Jesus and for his sake I always pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, in the midnight hour, God's going to turn it around. It's going to work. In the midnight hour, God will God's gonna turn it around. It's gonna work. It's gonna work in your favor. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the midnight hour, God will God's gonna turn it around. And around, 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 and around. That's why we say we blessed in the city, yeah. We blessed in the city. Blessed we in the field. Blessed when we come. And when we come. And when we come. We 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 Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, sisters and brothers, please put your hands together for part of the beloved community orchestra and Korea, the best part. Y'all put your hands for them, together for them as they come. Amen. Come on, put your hands with it. Come on, here. With power and 
Clap your hands. Come on. Dominion authority. You reign. Thank you, Lord. All the power. With power and majesty. Dominion authority. You
Let it be real, real, real. Let it be real, real. Ah, uh -huh. whatever you do for the kingdom, let it be real. Oh, Lord, help me, Leon. Let it be real, real, real. Let it be real, real. Oh, whatever you, you do for the kingdom, let it be Said I went to the garden to pray. So that happened, and I stayed all day. Oh, what you do for the kingdom? Let it be. fun in my job, man. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. Sometimes it ain't even like work, you know what I mean? Then sometimes it's hard, hard work. Oh, man, just glad to be alive, man. Glad to be here. It's tough, man. Um, the good thing about this message is that I hadn't hadn't preached it in a long time. And the even better thing is is that most of you haven't heard it. So <laughs> uh, I'd like to direct your attention to the gospel according to Matthew chapter number four. And I will share with you uh, some verses beginning at verse number one. It says, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, it is written, one does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him 
to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands, on their hands, they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him again, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test again. The devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only God. Then the devil left him. And suddenly angels came and waited on him. I want to talk this morning from what I have decided to call learning from a distance. Learning from a distance. Amen. It must have been long enough since I preached it because some of y'all act like y'all ain't heard it before, so that's good. Amen. And I know my Reverend Knight heard everything that I've ever preached. So if I can get him to say amen when I introduce a title, I feel like I'm going somewhere. But at least, uh, and, and Cookie got it written in her Bible, and at least Jackie ain't here because she'd be transcribing the whole sermon. Uh, but thank God for everybody. Who here, y'all? Because that light in my, I can't see who are there in, in the family section. That boy made it. Lord have mercy. And the other boy, he here too, ain't Both of Y'all be seeing me on the Facebook taking the pictures with my family and stuff and posting them and stuff. And, you know, I know most stuff on social media is fake, but that ain't fake. And them Negroes, boy, I love them Negroes, boy. Crazy. Crazy. You know what I mean? And I thank God every day that, um, you know, that God is gracious enough to, to, to protect us and to hold us. You know, ain't a day that I don't ask God to protect them and watch over them. And my older daughter was here last night. She had to get go back. And I was thinking she had to get back to South Carolina. I was thinking about, you know, man, my, my oldest daughter, all my children are bright, are, are actually brilliant. Uh, but my oldest daughter, because she had more time to work on being successful, I mean, she one of the baddest young black women in the damn country. I ain't lying. I'm, I mean, and it's going to come out. Y'all going to hear it's going to come out in the next couple of years. She's going to do something like extraordinary, and, and you'll know Slaughter wasn't lying about that. Yeah, that's the, that's the best thing of, of, you know, these children are the best thing about me. And uh, I thank God for my wife for, for giving me my children. And... Uh, and for, for taking care of all of us. It's a beautiful thing. So the other day, I took the time to observe a man who taught me from a distance. He did not know that he was my professor. I observed this man as he 
conquered what appeared to be an insurmountable task within a time frame that can only be described as remarkable. This man was equipped with what were obviously the requisite tools to accomplish the task, but they were Spartan. A rope or two, a pair of spiked boots, and a chainsaw was all that he had to aid him. No gloves to protect his hands, no helmet to protect his head. He scaled a mighty, unmovable oak 50 to 60 feet above the hard, cold ground. I watched him. I parked my car by the side of the road and I watched him overcome an obstacle that seemed to be unmovable. Y'all hear what I'm saying? The feat was mathematical. It was acrobatical. It was an exercise in the calculus of patience, precision, courage, cunning, experience, and power wielded by a man whose life was at issue in the midst of the moment. One false move, one miscalculation, one lapse of focus was all that was necessary to seal his demise. And so I sat there on a cold winter morning squinting through the eastern sun into a sapphire sky just far enough away from danger, learning from a distance. It has been said that life is a contact sport. You live and you learn up close and personal. Experience is the best teacher, I am told. But the older I get, the more appreciation I gain from learning from a distance. Mm. My time is too short for me to engage in every learning experience through sacrifice of myself. I'm too old to be climbing trees and getting on top of houses and learning how to fix stuff at this age. I need to get somewhere and sit down and learn from somebody else doing something that's a bit too dangerous for me to do. My heart is too fragile. And my time is too precious to be experimenting with danger. I know that fire is hot, fat meat is greasy, and that bullshit ain't nothing. There are some things that I am content to observe and to learn from a distance. Ah, uh, for instance, for instance, I, I don't like Satan. I don't fool with the devil. Devil worship is something that you never have to worry about me pursuing. I don't like movies about devils. I don't even like horror movies. I don't watch none of that. Life is scary enough for me. But how many of you are aware of the fact that you don't have to chase the devil? If you chase after God enough, you will turn around and look and you will see the devil is chasing you. 
And by that I am suggesting that there is a tendency for people to seek out people and places that may not contribute to the continuation of your success. Uh, did, did, did you hear what I say? I'm saying that people tend to do stuff, go places and seek out stuff that won't help you in your life. There's a way in which I become susceptible to distraction sometimes in the wake of times when I have been able to muster the ability to focus enough energy on the achievement of the goal that I set for myself. Once I feel like I got a grip on a thing, I have a tendency To become distracted because I think I got everything under control and that's usually right before everything falls apart so here's Jesus his matted locks still wet with the baptismal waters of the Jordan making an excursion into the woods to find himself. He had become John's disciple and simultaneously he finds himself wrestling with a call on his life. And when Jesus had been baptized just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Now that is a call narrative. God has singled him out for service before all who were gathered for the baptism. And that had to be the highest honor that he had ever experienced to that point in his life. The weight and the excitement of it all had to be supernatural. Child, they say it sound like thunder when God start talking. Nothing left for the church to say but amen. And immediately, say immediately, immediately after this exciting and exhilarating experience, this encounter with divinity that Jesus had, he retreats to the solitude of a dense Palestinian forest for some me time. I imagine that he was wrapped up in a heavy quilt of deep reflection, ruminating upon what he was being called to become. I'm sure that there was no self-instructive manual containing the keys to being the Messiah. He had to learn from a distance. His encounter with God must have been profound. His transformation, his becoming, his movement occurred while in an isolative thicket of desert underbrush just east of Egypt. 
as God manifested God's brilliance through one who was willing to endure the wilderness encounter. <laughs> See, the wilderness encounter seems to be a requisite experience for those of us who make the decision to serve God. That's what you came here for. <laughs> it's the wilderness experience that precedes anything great that anybody would do for God. Ah, oh, you got to go down through there before you come up on the other side. Ah, it is a place of liminality, a place wherein one is pushed to the margins, unable to access or to be accessed by the world that you are running to or running from. Joseph was cast off by his brothers into the wilderness. Moses spent 40 years on the backside of a mountain tending sheep, undergoing the transformation from murderer to senior servant of a people who would spend another 40 years wandering in the wilderness. Elijah spent time in the wilderness after confronting King Ahab and David ran to the wilderness to avoid a confrontation with Saul. I find it interesting that Jesus' teacher, John the Baptist, was primarily a wilderness dweller who was known for his outrageous fashion stylings and his totally unique wilderness diet of locusts and honey. And I don't know about you, but I've been down through the wilderness a time or two on my journey of service to God. Some folks might even say I'm dead in the wilderness right now, attempting to come out of the wilderness of COVID, attempting to come out of the wilderness of lack and not enough, attempting to come out of the wilderness of all of the confusion that has rushed into our lives as a people. Oh, I've been down through that, but the wonderful thing about the wilderness experience is that God will go down through there with you. Can I get a witness up in here? There is, however, a, a special, a special feature relating to Jesus' experience that is not included in the narrative of those others that I just mentioned. The text says that Jesus went to the wilderness and when Jesus got to the wilderness, he encountered the devil. Everybody else went to the wilderness to deal with themselves, to deal with their own fear, their own apprehension, their own sense of being not enough. Not Jesus. Jesus went to the wilderness and who was waiting for him? Nobody but the devil. Damn. You already in the wilderness. Oh, my precious sister and my beautiful brethren, it's one thing to have to go down through there, but it's a whole nother thing to have to encounter Satan in the midst of the journey. Life in the wilderness is hard enough without having to negotiate your future with the damn devil. But here is Jesus, hungry 
tired, burdened, and alone. And here comes the enemy, hell bent on turning him out when he is at his weakest point. <laughs> the text says, the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. I know you're hungry. I'm sitting up here looking at you. <laughs> Look, you're Jesus. You're the son of God. Turn this, man, turn this hymn book, man, into, into that half a million dollars that you need to build your new church. <laughs> you belong to God. But he answered, it is written, one does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you shall not dash your foot against the stone. You can jump off the building, and ain't gonna even twist your ankle. Go on, jump. Ain't that what they, ain't that what they tell you? You can, you can, you can handle it. One, one more. You, you, you can handle it. Just, just, just jump. Just, just jump. <laughs> Jesus said to him again, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Don't be playing with God. In other words, God want to save you. But uh, if you jumping off of buildings, really don't expect for God to catch you. Because you playing. <laughs> right? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Just one more hit, just one more drink, just one more. You know what I'm talking about. Quit looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Don't make me have to make this make sense to you. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you just fall down on your knees and worship me. Jesus said to him, oh, away with you, Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only God. Then the text says the devil let him go, left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. Now see, here is my difficulty with the text because, you know, I'm a, I'm a Negro from Atlanta. You know, now, I'm, from, I'm really from Arkansas. I'm from, the, I'm from the only state that's in the Bible. I'm Arkansas. The Lord... Then this is the Bible said Noah looked out of the ark and saw. So you know I don't play. I'm serious about. 
I'm serious about this. I'm serious about this, this text. But this is the place where I began to ask myself the kind of questions that put distance between me and Jesus. See, first, I don't know if I would have passed the bread test. <laughs> 40 days in. <laughs> And I ain't had nothing to eat. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't even get past that one. But not only that, it appears that the devil is relentless. So much so that he used the enticement of elevation. Yeah, as a test to Jesus' commitment to God and to God's people. Elevation. I'll lift you up. All you got to do is sell them out. And I can lift you up. I don't know. I didn't pass that one once or twice. I don't know about the next time they come. Perhaps I would be able to resist the devil's urgence to jump off a building, test number two. But I don't know that I would be able to resist flexing my supernatural status particularly when it came to test number three. And I was offered all of the kingdoms in the world and their splendor. I don't know about that one, man. I, I don't believe I would have been able to pass that one. You telling me I got Egypt, Nubia, Cush, Persia, all at my fingertips? All the gold shining like sunshine from below. All the sisters. Every, I got all of them. Every shade of love from silky blue black to caramel tan. All the wonderful smells and aromas. The taste and the textures. The ivory and the jade. The diamonds. The best of all that exists would be mine forever. Man, I wouldn't have passed that one. See, you don't want to be on it. Hell, I might be able to get you for a Cadillac and a condo in Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that Jesus' example of patience, precision, courage, cunning, experience, and power exists so that I can observe his example and do my learning from a distance. See, you got to pay attention to what other people experience. Watch what others encounter so that you can learn how to engage the difficulties and experiences that are right ahead of you. If I can learn how to look at my neighbor's difficulties, and pay attention to what they experience and how they go through it. I can learn how I might be able to avoid that. 
And sometimes you got to listen to people who have been through things so that you don't have to learn the hard way. But trust me, you're going to learn. So I'm watching Jesus. And I'm learning from a distance. Yeah. I got, I got my eyes on him. Yeah. yeah, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning from a distance. Mm, yeah, I'm watching him. Yeah. Mm, negotiate with the devil by not negotiating. Mm, I'm watching him. Yeah, Lord. Quote scripture to the evil one. Yeah. And I'm watching him. So I can learn how to stay poised under pressure. I'm watching Jesus so I can learn how to be courageous in the midst of a people who want to take my life. I'm watching, I'm watching Jesus and I'm learning, I'm learning from a distance how to turn danger into opportunity. I'm learning how to turn my sickness into a chance for me to learn how to walk closer with the Lord. I'm taking my loss. I'm watching to place appropriate value on things in the first place. I'm watching him. I got my eyes on the Lord and I'm watching him from a distance how to choose eternal life over sudden death. Ain't God all right? Somebody shout, yeah, yeah. I'm watching Jesus. I'm learning from a distance how to choose sacrifice over self-satisfaction. I'm watching him and I'm learning, y'all, how to stand and have courage in the midst of an evil world. Ain't the Lord all right? Somebody say, yeah, yeah. I'm watching him, y'all, as they carry him through the city, whooping him. 
spitting on him and I'm learning how to maintain a sense of dignity when people treat me bad I'm watching him as they whipped him all night long and I'm learning how to remain humble when I am under advantage in a situation that my daddy would say I'm learning how to get my head out of a liar's mouth. I'm watching him. I see the Lord as they nail him to the cross. And I'm learning how to endure my pain. I'm watching him as they stretch him out. And I'm learning that I'm more flexible than I thought I was. That I'm more malleable than I thought I could be. I'm watching them as they lift him up on the tree and I'm learning how to take fake praise and how to process it. I'm learning by watching him as the blood comes streaming down and I'm learning that there's in the blood the blood got power y'all I'm watching him put his head into the dreadlocks of his shoulders and breathe out his last breath and I'm learning from a distance y'all that one day Soon, y'all, sooner than I want it to be, I'm going to breathe my last breath. And I'm watching him as they pull him down, put him in a borrowed tomb, and I see him wrestle all night long, wrestle with death. And I'm learning that one day, y'all, I'm going to wrestle with death myself. I thank the Lord because as I watch him, they're wrestling all night long Friday night I'm watching him all day Saturday I see him fighting with death I see him all night Saturday night yeah Lord but I'm learning y'all through everything through all of my wrestling through all of my tussling soon I'm gonna rise ain't the Lord alright for the third day morning he got up out of the grave with power in his hand didn't he do it y'all 
Somebody say, yeah. Are you learning from your Jesus? Are you learning that you got power? No many how times makes no difference how many times you get knocked down. How many times you get buried underground. No matter how many times you get lied on, talked about, mistreated, counted out. You got three days and in three days, Lord's gonna let you rise. Somebody say yeah, say yeah, shout yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. it all for yourself.
you one thing, yeah. Won't he heal your body? Won't he fix your heart, yeah. Won't he help your mind, yeah. was given unto and accepted but yet there is room and we thank God for everybody in this room today if you don't mind one more time just put your hands together and throw your head back tell the Lord thank you for one more worship experience praise God okay what we got going what we got going we got um okay so Friday we have the NAAA um, meeting that meets here if you uh, are interested in addressing some issues that you might be struggling with as it relates to addiction stop by 5.30 on Friday and uh, begin to do the work okay uh, also uh, drummers ministry if you'd like to be a part of the African drumming ministry here um, stop through at uh, 5.30 or 6 o'clock on Friday as well and take part in drum rehearsal. Uh, choir rehearsal is Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Uh, we are looking for people to come and be a part of that ministry, join our choir. And uh, at 7 o'clock on Thursday night, man, we have street therapy. And street therapy is a healing experience where we reflect on the biblical text and we also reflect on our own lives and our experiences and we try to make meaning out of what we experience through observing what we find in the biblical text. So uh, come through on Thursday nights at 7 for that. I don't know. I heard a show is starting up on one night of the week, starting up soon in the year 2023. And we're working toward, man, we got to go on ahead and because time ain't going to go back. It's going to go forward. So we got to figure out a way how to do church in the here and now. Because the there and then is just gone. It was good, but it's gone. And so we're living in a new world, and we're going to have to come together and figure out how it is that we're going to be able to sustain ourselves, to stay alive. And not only that, to build ourselves and build our communities spiritually because we're suffering as a community now. And you can tell that the source and the root of our suffering has to do with the fact that we are spiritually ailing. We, we, we thought, and many of us still think that we can consume our way out of sadness. That we can buy our way out of our despair. Only through a sense of and, and what's coming to me is the uh, virtues of my eye. Only through 
truth, justice, order, harmony, righteousness, balance. Only through incorporating reciprocity in our lives do we find the peace that has been so elusive to us. We thank God, though, that God has made these ministries and modalities of connection available to us. And so I look forward to seeing you during the course of the week. And as we develop our internet presence, we're going to begin to have some Bible studies that are particularly for folks on the internet. But right now, what we do in church on Thursday night at 7 is too intimate to place out for everybody to get. So we got to fix a way so only people who need it can get it. So that's what we're going to be working on. I love y'all. God loves y'all too. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, and yes, right. And we back on, right? Because Freedom School, 9.30 on Sunday mornings. Freedom School, like what folks call Sunday School, but there is a, a curriculum that is designed to bring about exposure to liberation ideals and motifs that are found in the biblical text and to guide you in ways that you might be able to access them. It's run by our dear brother, uh, Reverend James Knight, soldier, warrior, minister here at the Beloved Community Church. All right. All right. So uh, if you haven't had an opportunity to share with this ministry on today, I invite you to go to Cash App and Cash App us at dollar sign, the beloved community. That's dollar sign, T-H-E-B-E-L-O-V-E-D-C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y. Uh, make a generous, generous donation. And you know, well, you could have wrote it off last year, but now you can write it off coming up at the end of this next year, right? That's what people got to get hip to, man. I'm trying to get people to understand that. Nothing that you put in church, you know. See, that's why I love the Lord, see. Yeah. Ain't nothing that you put in church that you report to them people that you don't get back. Now, if you don't report it, you can't expect tonight to get it. But if you report it, and we give you a printout of what you have given. So you can submit it to them people, man, so they can pay you your money back so God can give you back what you gave to God. Hey, okay, I'm missing y'all. Y'all don't, y'all don't get it, but it's all good. I love y'all. God loves y'all too. And so let's make our way out. It's, we made it through worship today. So give yourselves a, a big hand for that. There were all manners of obstacles that presented themselves from so many different angles. And I'm sure that there were obstacles that tried to block you from getting here today. But you pushed through. And I thank God for you, for your persistence and for your willingness to be a part of this worship experience. It is our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. If you would stand to your feet, the words to our benediction is on the screen to your left and to your right. So let us sing together as we make our move up out of here. It's our duty to fight for our freedom, yeah. It is our duty to win, yeah. We must love and support each other, yeah, yeah. We have nothing to lose but our chance. It's our duty to fight, y'all, yeah. To 
precious ones who have gathered in this room on this day and I pray for those who have gathered with us in an online space. We bless and we acknowledge you oh God on this day and we thank you for giving us the opportunity and the ability to learn from a distance so that we must not experience everything for ourselves but we can learn from the mistakes of others. So help us to learn from what we observe so that we might be able to experience greater, greater works within the community. And so we ask these blessings and all others in the name of sweet black Jesus, our African Messiah, our Lord and Savior, our Redeemer, our healer, our liberator, and our soon coming king. And it's for his sake that we pray. Somebody shout amen. 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 Ashe. 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 Now reach your hand up high in the sky. And I want you to grab a handful of faith. Snatch it out of the sky and pull it into your life and shout, Harambe, Harambe, Harambe. That means let's all pull together. And if we pull together, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Go in peace and the peace of the Lord be with you. I love you and God loves you too. Ah, holla. Hey, hey, yeah. We got nothing to